Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today and welcome to another monthly Microsoft Teams news update. As always, I'm joined by Tom Abuthnot, UC Solutions Architect, Microsoft Certified Master and MVP. Welcome, Tom. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Great, thanks, Tom. Yeah, really good. Lots happening in the tech world. Did you see this week's news as we record this? Twitter has been acquired by Elon Musk. Yeah, what? yeah, big, big news. It's really interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? And, you know, I know you use Twitter. I use Twitter a little bit. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, maybe some of those kind of uh, features that we, we've been dreaming of for years and years might actually yeah, come through. What do you I think? Mean, I mean, Twitter's my prime, primary, well, I say it's my primary platform. It's my, definitely the platform I used to use the most. I think LinkedIn has taken over in terms of pure engagement. But there's still something special about Twitter that anybody can talk to anybody. So my my job when I went back at Modality, I went to a user group via Twitter and met the Modality guys. So literally it was bringing people together, you know, in person as well. Uh, yeah, I hope Elon looks after it because uh, it's been, I think feature-wise, it's been a bit neglected over the years. And suddenly in the last 12 months, they've just been stuffing it with random features. So I hope there's a, a bit of Elon magic goes into it and it doesn't get uh, kind of crushed. Yeah, we hope so too. And uh you know, I think uh, the whole tech space is kind of looking over, the, you know, at the moment and wondering kind of what he's going to do with it and how that's going to play out. But I'm sure that's going to make the, the other platform slightly nervous in a way, but uh, we'll see how that, uh, how that goes. Anyway, we're back to Microsoft Teams, back to the world of collaboration, uh, Tom. Um, this month we've had, uh, you know, certainly the last few weeks, we've had a lot of big news. Uh, but one thing stands out, one new phrase in my Microsoft Teams dictionary Operator Connect Accelerator. Tell us more. Yeah, so this is a fairly big news for the industry. So um, for, the, for the longest time, we've had Operator Connect, which is the ability for PSCN operators or carriers to directly connect to Microsoft and provide phone numbers to end users. So rather than buying Teams and then going separately off to your PSDN carrier and saying, can you manually configure some trunks? They, they sign a contract with Microsoft. They sign a joint support SLA. They peer to Microsoft on the back end via Azure. And then the customer can just order numbers and they turn up in the Teams admin center. Um, and that's been really, really popular. There are 25 operators covering about 60 countries on that program. But, but one of the challenges has been there's a massive backlog of operators that want to get on the program. And it requires some skill in terms of networking, architecture, infrastructure, and more importantly, API integration. And not all operators have that skill in-house or have the capacity to do it as fast as they'd like. Uh, so enter uh, Operator Connect Accelerator, which is a program where there's initially five partners and, and some more coming very soon who are able to provide infrastructure as a service, API integrations, software platforms, to massively accelerate connecting an operator to Microsoft. And we're talking like maybe sub 30 days. So like going from signing initial interest to getting onboarded in maybe a month, which is a massive difference from the kind of eight, nine months it would have taken on average before. So Microsoft, as far as I understand, have partnered with just a few firms to start with, but I believe there might be more adding to the pile. But ultimately, these partners are there to really accelerate that kind of, you know, operator connect adoption amongst the channel partners and, and, and future carriers and operators or whatever we want to call them. Is that fair to say? Yeah, exactly. This is not going to be a mass market program, like, and it's not really something a end customer needs to worry about as such. But um, the five partners are 
Azure for operators, which is Microsoft's in-house team. That's the MetaSwitch team. Audio Codes, New Wave. And New Wave are interesting because they're both an operator providing phone numbers on Operator Connect and a platform for Operator Connect Accelerator. Ribbon, obviously classic big SPC vendor. And Scipio, who are kind of a, a software first platform as well. So uh, anybody can go to Microsoft, say they want to be on Operator Connect. If they meet all the requirements and the requirements are quite high around, you know, having to be a, a proper licensed operator in those countries to have 24 by 7 support, have Microsoft team in house. Um, then you can go to the Operator Connect Accelerator and say, Hey, I've got my approval from Microsoft. Can you help me with maybe infrastructure, maybe? dedicated SBCs, the API integration, the testing, and they can just streamline the whole process. Yeah, it does feel like massive news, this, you know, in terms of you know, the, 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 the positive news that Microsoft have released there is that partners, you know, they've opened a big door, haven't they, to partners and saying, right, come on, come and join us on this Operator Connect platform. Yeah, and I know there's a lot in that backlog that we're desperate to get on the program because it's, you know, their customers are moving to Teams and they need to be in the game. And once you're on Operator Connect, you are a logo in the Teams admin center. You're an option. Obviously, it's a double-edged sword because those 25 operators were in a bit of an exclusive club. That club's not going to be nearly as exclusive now. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you see 50, 60, 70, maybe even 100 operators at some point. Uh, so, so it will become somewhat commoditized in terms of your uniqueness. Um, but, how, you know, if you're an operator and you're serving these customers, you kind of need to be in that game as well. Yeah, that sounds it sounds good. I mean, this is this is great news. Um, thanks for explaining everything, Tom. Let's move on to the next story, the item then, because um, this one's a little bit different. Off on a slight tangent, um, Microsoft announced something recently at the National Association of Broadcasters show. Tell us more. Yeah, so this um, this kind of comes from the history of Skype consumer in a way. So you don't see it so much anymore, but you used to see a lot of um, Skype logos on you know news broadcasts where they'd be bringing a person in remotely on Skype. And that isn't done through the Skype consumer app. It's actually done through these professional mixers that bring in the Skype stream and can put it you know into the broadcast mixer and, and do overlays and all that kind of stuff. And what Microsoft are announcing is the equivalent for Teams. So it's a bit of a mouthful. It's called the uh, Broadcast Development Kit, but essentially allows broadcasters and anybody really to take the audio and video streams out of a standard Teams meeting and pump them into professional grade uh, mixers and layout tools so that you can present that on a screen with your, you know, no Teams logo and have the you know, right layout that you want and control the audio on individual channels. So high-end kind of audio mixing, but from a Teams meeting. So not not UC Today broadcasting level, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I think they're trying to reach for that level. That's what the major broadcasters are, are reaching for. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, to be honest, it's very, very accessible. I, I have friends who do webinars with this kind of tooling. So it's, it's not impossible. Um, but this is with the kind of, um, it's called Everett's Avid, uh, Epithan, if I'm pronouncing that right, and Live Arena, a, a kind of professional high end mixing solutions that are, tightly tied into teams now that's pretty cool so a vertical play from microsoft but you know don't think that's just for the large broadcasters you know you could use that if you're a you know an avid uh, broadcasting uh, yeah or you're doing big or you're doing big events in-house you know that kind of thing as well you can do some clever stuff there that's pretty cool okay next up we said we talk about microsoft teams apps um apparently the microsoft teams app store uh, now supports in-app 
in app purchases in preview. Is that correct? Yeah. So I think we've talked about this before because it's been announced and teased quite a lot. Um, but it's actually here in preview now. The documentation's up. The APIs are up. So so Teams has an app store that you can download add-ons for Teams. You know, bots and plugins and actual full full-on apps. Uh, but, but there's been no way to directly monetize. You had to monetize outside of the platform. So with this edition now, you can transact through the app store, uh, and, and Microsoft take a slice of the revenue. Um, you can still transact outside the app store and not do that if you want, but it obviously makes it really easy for app developers to reach their audience and, and transact on credit card without having to do something out of band of the store. Well, that's pretty cool. So that might even, I mean, as a, as a result of that happening, we might see more developers developing apps, you know, being, being, being a bit more enthused to, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, we definitely will. I mean, you, you think about, so so I use, obviously, everyone uses Outlook, right? So I use a, a plugin for Outlook called Simply File, which files all my sent items and, and chases them and all that kind of stuff. And that's like a, a $40 a year add-on or something I just wang on a credit card you'll get that equivalent type of thing in Teams. So it'll be both for kind of, you know, big apps, but also just add-ins and plugins and stuff. If I can pay, you know, 10 20 $30 to make my life better, that's the kind of app that will suit the store really well. Got it. That's pretty cool. Great stuff. Okay, next up, we said we talk about Microsoft Teams audio conferencing policies. Tell us more on that one. Yeah, not, not the most exciting title, but this is a real big uh, improvement in life for particularly enterprise customers. So with a Teams meeting invite, you could only have one toll number and one toll-free number. That was it in terms of your layouts. Um, what these policies add is the ability for you to add any combination of numbers for any combination of users, so one or more users. So, for example, you know, you're based in, in France. Previously, you would have typically had a France dial-in number on your invite and you click the link to get more numbers. But if you're serving customers in you know Belgium and Germany and Spain and, and Italy, you're causing them to have to click an extra step to go and find the right number. So what you can do now is you as an admin can choose which combination of numbers go in the invite in which order and and, and assign those on a per user basis. So just a really nice little addition for, for user experience. Yeah, I see that. And uh, yeah, yeah, hats off. That's a good feature. Great stuff. Well, uh, next up, we said we'd talk about a new uh, feature or capability within the Teams Admin Center. Tell us more on that one. Yeah, this is another another improvement of admin's life. So two wins for admins this month. Uh, this is the ability to control um, how a call is answered, call answering rules from the Teams Admin Center. So, so the typical scenario is um, someone unexpectedly goes off on holiday or sick or leaves the role or whatever it may be. Um, previously, it was a bit of a pain. You had to go into PowerShell to redirect their number to the main reception or redirect it to whoever's covering them or whatever it may be. Uh, whereas now you can do that in the UI in Teams Admin Center. So someone's off unexpectedly, they raise a ticket on, on the you know, IT support, someone can jump into the UI and say, okay, forward all their emails to their boss. Um, something we've done forever in telephony, in the old school telephony world, but it just made it a little bit simpler in Teams. Very nice indeed. Another win, as you say, for uh, for the admins. Super. Okay, so our final story for today is a little bit interesting. I, I, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, more development around uh, Microsoft's, uh, I suppose, the Microsoft Dynamics uh, Contact Center. So uh, tell us more on that, this this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping a close eye on this. And I'm kind of digging into Dynamics because I feel like everybody's sleeping on this at the moment. Um, so, so just to recap, 
Dynamics is a whole bunch of different products under one brand, but one of the products is Dynamics Customer Service, which is their ticketing customer interaction system. You can now add on to that a voice channel, so you can have a phone number come into that, and you know it's a fully fledged contact center experience, IVRs and routing and that kind of thing. Um, what's just been added is you can, as an individual agent, you can have a personal dedicated phone number on Dynamics and you can make outbound calls for that phone. And because in the US it's a legal requirement to have emergency calling, uh, so lo- location-based addressing on phone numbers, that's been added. So it's it's a fringe case, but you as a Dynamics agent, that can be your primary phone number for outbound calling as well as you being an agent, which is interesting. It, it feels like a pretty serious move for Microsoft. It's such a simple feature but you're right, it opens that door to actually replacing a full you know, contact center, especially for home workers and uh, you know, where, where they're actually, you know, you've got agents at home that you don't need a separate phone system. You know, you've just got that contact center platform, but you need that emergency calling because it's a legal requirement. It, 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 exactly. And it's interesting because Dynamics is starting to get some of the Teams type features like emergency calling. And obviously, on the other hand, we've got teams bolstering their, you know, contact center light experience with also attendance and hunt groups. So it's interesting to see the two teams kind of bridging together in terms of capabilities and how customers will choose between those yeah, two. Yeah, indeed. Fantastic. Yeah, let's, let's keep an eye on that. I'm, we sh- we're, we're both, both Tom and I are pretty sure we're going to see more and more from uh, Microsoft uh, on the contact, set, contact center front. So Definitely. interesting stuff. Okay, so finally today, Tom, let's talk through some events. Uh, we've got uh, you know quite a, a you know a series of events coming up now across uh, across spring and summer, I suppose. Um, but we just wanted to share with you a few of those. Um, what's top of your list today, Tom? Yeah, so I'm doing a, a webinar with um, Pure IP on understanding Operator Connect. So I think it should be quite interesting. We've got um, Gary Forrest, who's the the um, chief exec at Pure IP, but also Matt Hurst, who's a a very knowledgeable um, director at Ribbon, and we're going to kind of kind of dive into what Operator Connect is, what Operator Connect Accelerator is. So, looking forward to that one. Great stuff, and that's an in-person event. Uh, it's a virtual webinar. So, virtual webinar. And where do, where do we head to uh, connect onto that one? Uh, so, we'll have a link in the comments as well. It's on the eleventh uh, of May. So, yeah, just uh, half an hour um, in the UK afternoon. So, uh, yeah, go go jump on. That'll be really fantastic. Good. Okay, next up, we've got a pretty big event. Uh, it's in Barcelona. It's ISE. Yeah, this is always a good event. It's uh, it's Integrated Systems uh, Europe, so uh, catchy name, I always think. But it's it's AV vendors, but obviously AV and UC and UC and collaboration are all clashing together. So it's, it's become more and more a relevant event for, for us over the years. Uh, and I've been speaking to quite a few vendors. There's some good announcements happening there. So... I haven't quite locked it in yet, but I think I'm going to be over for a for a day to have a poke around. But either way, it's a, it's in Barcelona, and it's a yeah a worthy event if you're into the more uh, kit side of of our world. Yeah, nice destination, bit of sunshine, uh, great city, and a great event. I can't, you know, I personally I'm not going to be there, which is a shame. But uh, the UC Today team will be covering an event because unified communications and collaboration there. Is, is seems to be growing and growing and growing. So uh, you, know, you get yourself to Definitely. that then if you're interested in meeting the brands from the UC world as well. So fantastic. Next up, we've got Commsverse. The in-person event is back yeah. in 2022. 
It is, it is. I'm really looking forward to this one. So this is our kind of, uh, headline UK event for the, for the collaboration teamsy world, I think. Um, 29th and 30th of June. And it's at Mercedes Benz World in the UK, which is a really nice venue as well. So I'll be doing a session there. There's a whole bunch of sessions from various MVPs and experts. And it's just a, yeah, really good community event. Yeah, I think. fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be there too. Um, next, on the other side of the pond, we've got Coms V Next, which is a similar kind of event to, my, I suppose, Commsverse, but in uh, in the US, in Denver, Colorado. So, uh, Tom, what do you know about the event? Yeah, very much so, a similar event. So similar ethos uh, run by a whole bunch of community MVPs uh, and, and they always do a good job of getting really, really good speakers as well. So um, yeah, again, I'll be hopefully speaking at that one, um, but it's a, just a, a very well put together technical deep event. So another one that's worth looking for, particularly if you're in the US. I like what you did there, Tom. You said they always get really, really good speakers and you said, and I'm going to be speaking at the event. <laughs> yeah, I should say that the other. I should say that the other way around. Me and some really good speakers. <laughs> good stuff. Well, uh, Tom, that's all we've got time for today. But uh, thanks so much for a fantastic update, and uh, look forward to catching up with you next month. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Yeah, thanks everybody. If you've got any comments or questions, uh, do drop them in the links below. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social as is always appreciated. And if you're a Microsoft Teams fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can connect with Tom or myself on LinkedIn and Twitter, and our social links are in the description. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching. <laughs>